respond to reports of a missing person. The mother is on scene and requesting assistance. Unit 527 responding 1039. This is Over the Horizon and Far Away. Hello, hello. We are so excited you guys found us for another week. Welcome back to Over the Horizon and Far Away, a true crime podcast that covers cases of the missing and murdered that did not get the media attention they deserved. Welcome back, you guys. It's Danielle. And Julia, and I love that we're able to have another fun bonus episode for you guys. We have some really, really wonderful bloopers and some great kid stories that I hope that you'll all enjoy. Indeed, we do. You know, I think that right off the bat, we're just going to start off with a few kid stories that took place just today, you guys. Just <laughs> today. So... To start off, today was rather busy for us. Um, we had a lot going on, lots of errands, lots of things to do. Um, one of those things was taking um, the two girls for haircuts. Um, so my teenager has this just gorgeous, thick, curly hair. Um, but she hasn't had a haircut in like forever. And so the ends were just really badly damaged. And then she wanted to kind of change up the style and whatnot. And I was like, okay, easy enough. We can get you in. And then my little one, she just, um, she has never had a haircut. Um, And so when I was chatting with her mom about it, she has like, (laughs) she's so funny. Her like bottom layer is like three inches longer than her top layer. And so if her hair is up, you can't really tell. But when her hair is down, you can tell it looks hilariously ridiculous. Um, And so her mom actually had asked me about taking her to get it cut and even in it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can totally do that. Um, And so we went today to do that. And you guys, my two year old, she is on like another level. (laughs) That girl gives the stink eye like you would not believe so she gets up in the chair and I don't really think she understands like what's going on like we're walking her through it but like she's just never been through it so you know she's just like a little confused and whatever and so she's so funny they get her up in the chair and they put like the little um robe thing on her and I take out her little ponies and um the gal spins her around and like starts to water her hair down and whatnot and the stink eye this girl is giving in the mirror I have never laughed. She had the entire salon salon just cracking up. <laughs> she was hilarious. The picture that she sent was so funny because it's just her in like this really elaborate, beautiful apron thing. And she's so small that it just like covers her entire body. And it's so beautiful. And then it's just her face, just like anger. I love the contrast between the two things. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Her little apron thing is like this pretty little like mermaid in the sea theme thing. So it is really brightly colored and stuff. And then you just see her just stink eye in the mirror. Like (laughs) she just was not having it. And it was so cute. 
Oh my God. And I will tell you, she sat like that her entire haircut and no point <laughs> did it get better. Like she was very <laughs> suspicious the entire time. And then she was so funny that they got, <laughs> she got all done. And the lady was like, all done. And like takes the apron off and she just sits there looking like she had no idea what was going on. And I was like, good job. Like high five. And then she like smiled and was like happy again. The funny thing is, I have never seen this girl do the stink eye before. She's always happy and always bright, always bubbly. So to see her angry was like the greatest thing in the world because I've never once witnessed it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you've never seen her stink eye. No, not even when I watch her. Oh, you guys, I have to laugh because she is wholeheartedly my child, even though I did not birth her. She and truly she is actually her mom's twin. Those two literally are identical. Yes, um, they are. Yeah, but her like attitude is like identical to mine because I am the same way. Like I wear my emotions on my face. Like you are gonna know how I feel because I have like no control over it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, she just is so she's so cute. And then they gave her a lollipop after, and like all the all the things in the world were all right. <laughs> I could absolutely see that. Yeah, she was really well, and all the kids got them, even the ones that weren't getting haircuts. But so they were like all super excited. They were really cute. Oh, yeah. I'm so sad that I missed that. You miss everything. That's what happens when you abandon your children. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh. I tell you what, today was one of those days as a parent where I really questioned all my life decisions. That like led to me being a parent to five children. <laughs> because we were just, we actually, we were doing pretty well um, up until after the haircuts. And then it kind of just went downhill from there. Like the two boys just have not listened. Actually, that was kind of a before the haircut issue, but I had more patience before when we were <laughs> running errands, I think. But so the boys, spent much of the day like just not listening they have been I think they have just been spending too much time together lately because they're just constantly fighting they're just they were just on one today and then because we were so busy like the kids ended up um, being like an hour and a half late for lunch compared to when we normally do it so I usually try to give them lunch between like 11 and 11 30 um and then the uh, babies will go down for a nap right after that. And so by the time we actually made it back home at 1230 after our errands and haircuts and everything, um, my one-year-old, he and truly my kids are so used to the same schedule because we maintain a very similar one to daycare. Um, he was tired and he was hangry and he truly gets hangry like you would not believe. And so I get him like into the high chair and I like give him his lunch and I think, okay, here we go. Like, this is great. He takes like two or three bites and just is hysterically crying and screaming like awful. And I was like, buddy, what in the world? Like he just refused to eat. He didn't want his milk. He just, I think he was just like so overly tired. He just could not process anything. And so then I go to like, get him changed and everything and like try to comfort him so I can lay him down for a nap. Nope. He spends like five minutes while I'm trying to comfort him, just screaming in my face. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, I can't do this. Like 
So I lay him down and I'm like, I will just keep an eye on you. And like, I'm just going to go take a breather, but then you're just going to need to go to sleep because otherwise we're all going <laughs> to lose our minds today. <laughs> uh, he is so good at that. That kid has yeah. some lungs like I have never seen well, ever. It's, it's so funny because like 99% of the time, he's such a like quiet little dude. So like we really are an all or nothing kid, it seems like. So we're either super happy, not a care in the world, or we are burning the house down. <laughs> <laughs> like, there really and is no is in good. between for him he's yeah a pro oh man and so finally he like fell asleep and he really slept hard like usually when he first falls asleep if I go in there to put my two-year-old down for a nap he usually wakes up I was able to go in there get her changed get her tucked in she's like chit-chatting away to me he did not move a muscle like I think he was just so exhausted I could definitely see that. It takes a lot of energy to be that adorable. So <laughs> I can see how he how he got that to that point. That's hilarious. Well, then he woke up in a better mood. And I thought, this is great. We're doing great now. We're past the hangry. We're past the tired. Like, we're good. So we just had two more errands we had to run after nap time. And... um. So we go and run those errands and we get back and usually I do get him right out of the car, but we had grabbed a couple things from Target. And so I like went to the very back to like hand the bags to the boys so that they could carry him in. And he was like so mad about it. He just screamed in the back of the car. I was like, little dude, I'm literally right here. Like you can see me like I'm not leaving you. Just give me two seconds. He was not having it. He just was screaming. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, we cannot get inside and get dinner and like quiet time done quick enough. <laughs> and I oh think, my he gosh, just, I think he was just off routine. And sometimes it's hard for kids. And it just made him tired and stuff. because then he went like right to bed again tonight, like without issue, like just passed out. So hopefully tomorrow is a better day. <laughs> hopefully. I'm hoping that his hair doesn't grow too quickly while I'm gone. Because every time I see him on video chat, his little bald head makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm hoping it grows like how my son's hair grows. Just really, really, really slow. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I don't think it will. I think it'll grow pretty quick, actually. I'm holding on to hope over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, because we had, it, we had cut it shorter before. And I think it had grown out quite a bit just in those couple weeks in between those cuts because it definitely was longer than what it was originally when it was first cut for sure mm -hmm. see that's the thing about well your son's like the exception to the rule but I feel like men have like an unfair disadvantage I feel like their hair grows so fast and then us girls have to put in so much work it's ridiculous <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like how like they always get the nice eyelashes and their skin is always really nice effortlessly. Although, yep. Danielle, your skin is always really nice. I've never seen your skin not perfect. So oh, girl, I don't know what you do. The stress lately, I have all kinds of things happening right now. And I also, cannot believe it just that. has decided to be super dry, even though I'm like religiously moisturizing because it's so dry. Like, I don't know. My poor little nose is just so dry. Oh, it just is not getting better despite efforts. <laughs> I could see stress making that happen, actually. Yeah. So, um, well, me and Julia were chit chatting tonight. I was updating her on the kids and whatnot. And 
um, she really made this hilarious comment about the boys. So you go ahead and share that with them. Oh, yeah. So they're going to Hawaii soon. And um, it's cost a bit of money, but it's worth it because they're going to be really, really happy. And I sent my kid um, these like swim flippers and stuff. I don't swim and he loves being in the water. So it was like flippers and snorkels and stuff. And our boys are going to get in the water, of course, when they're there. And Danielle's son is like seemingly petrified of the water. Anytime we go on vacation or something, he just does not want any part of it. And then my kid believes truly that he can swim, even though he cannot because I can't swim. So he just hasn't learned yet. But if you if you ask him when he gets in the water with his life jacket, he can swim and nobody can tell him any differently. So he's like overly confident. And, and then there's the son has like not much confidence yet and have that be where both of their swimming abilities are. Okay, you're going to have to repeat all of that because um, it cut out really bad. Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, they're going to Hawaii really soon, like in the next couple of weeks. And it's cost quite a bit of money, but it's been really worth it because the boys are so incredibly excited about going. So I sent my son like... Um, flippers and snorkels and that sort of stuff that he'd need to be able to get in the water. And then Danielle's son has the same stuff and they have these opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to swimming. Danielle's son is like really nervous and not super confident about it, but he's definitely going to get there because he's a really smart kid. And then my kid is like overly confident. He does not know how to swim, but if you ask him, he's the world's best swimmer and can get in the water. No problem. And when he gets in there with his little life jacket on, it definitely looks like he can swim because he's like getting around really well. And I said, I feel like they need to just meet in the middle with their swimming abilities and just have that be where both of their levels of confidence are when it comes to swimming. Oh, my gosh. That is, it was so funny because it's number one, it's absolutely accurate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but number two, I have to laugh because. My, I don't even know why my son is the way he is about water. Actually, I do know why. I shouldn't say I don't know why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, he like absolute his fear of the water is like so unrealistic. And like, so when you even try to get him to go past like his knees in the water, he like hysterically cries. And I've tried, um, my best friends tried with him, my mom has tried, like, he just, he can't do it. He can't, like, get over the fear of it. And God bless his little heart. I told him today, I was like, because before we go to Hawaii, we're actually going to take them to a water park uh, nearby. And, uh, and we're going with a ton of friends for that. And so I told him, I was like, you know, I'm going to have, you know, our friends watch the babies so that you two boys, so I can like show you guys how to use your snorkel gear and um, how to swim with it and all of that stuff. And I looked at my son and I was like, listen, buddy, I understand that you're scared of the water, but like we're going to Hawaii. And like one of the main things you do in Hawaii is you swim and you snorkel and whatever. And so I was like, you have to learn how to swim. You are too big to not know how to swim. Number one, like, God forbid we end up in some sort of situation where you actually need to know how to swim. Um, but like, and all of my other kids are water kids, like all of them, even the babies. 
Um, and so it's just crazy to me that he's the only one. But in, in his defense, I did throw him in the pool once when he was smaller, when he was like three or four, maybe. And um, I actually, we're just going to tell the story because it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we were visiting my sister in a different state. And it was me and Julia. And then at the time we had the two boys and, or no, yeah, so we had the two boys, my son and her son. But then I also had another little foster kiddo that was the same age as them. Um, and then I had my tiniest little guy that went home back um, earlier this year. And um, like she said, her son is a great, or thinks he's a great swimmer, loves the water. And then my other kiddo was actually a pretty decent swimmer as well. And he really, really loved the water. And so I was like, we're just going to like throw him in and do like the sink or swim thing. Like he has his life jacket on. He's obviously not going to sink. Like maybe it, once he realizes that, like then it'll just kind of build his confidence. So I pick him up and I like toss him into the pool. <laughs> and he completely freaks out. Like, of course, he's just floating there. But he won't calm down enough to like realize that he's floating there. Like he's completely fine. And so my other kiddo is like, I'll go, I'll swim and get him. Mind you, he's the same age. And at this point, they're only like, I, they had, they must have been like four. I would definitely not have thrown in a three year old. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been like four at this point. Um, maybe four or five. Yeah, four or five, something like that. And so my other little guy he swims out there and he grabs his little life jacket and he starts swimming towards the side of the pool he's actually doing really good and he's like making progress it's slow progress because they're not that big but he's making progress and then Julia's son's like let me go help (laughs) (laughs) Julia's son instead of like grabbing the other side of um, my son's life jacket and like helping pull him in the same direction her son grabs my other kiddo's life jacket and starts pulling in the opposite direction of, that he's <laughs> with my son back to the side. So next thing you know, they're all going under the water and everybody is. Panicking. <laughs> 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 so then we had to, we had to rescue all of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But it's one of those moments where we'll, I, we'll be telling them about it, like at their, you know, graduations and like, getting married and like all the family story time will absolutely share that story because it was just so funny <laughs> yes absolutely so I can give you guys another story about my son so everything about him has to be extreme like everything he does oh, yes. is extreme nothing is nothing is gentle nothing is soft everything is like either not happening or extreme so when he brushes his teeth I often have to get on him about like brushing too hard and then his toothbrush will turn flat in like a week so he go through <laughs> toothbrushes in my house like water um because he has to be extreme when he brushes his teeth because i told him like if you don't brush your teeth you're gonna get cavities and those are holes and he hates the thought of that so everything has to be just rough and a couple of days ago danielle sent me a picture of his toothbrush and not only was it like flat like i expected it to be after this amount of time The entire head was just bent off. And I asked what happened. And she told me that apparently, I guess he was trying to bite his toothbrush like a dog as he was brushing his teeth and did it with such force that I'm surprised his teeth aren't just shattered now. Yeah. Because it was like a 90 degree angle. Yeah. I'm definitely surprised he did not. He has not complained about like a toothache or anything. 
Um, it was wild, you guys. So I was, I was either cooking dinner or I was like cleaning up after dinner one night, and he comes in and he's like, Danielle, and I was like, Yeah, buddy. He's like, My toothbrush is broke, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how in the world do you break a toothbrush? <laughs> but like, my son does the same thing where like he brushes so hard that his toothbrush just gets completely destroyed like the bristles so I'm in my head I'm thinking it's something like that and so I'm like what do you mean it's broken and he he's like yeah like it it broke off and I was like I'm just trying to figure out what he's talking about like the way he's explaining it to me just makes no sense and I'm like okay well like the bristle part that actually touches your teeth is it that part or is it like below that part and he's like, <laughs> below that part I was like what and I'm like there's no way he like snapped it in half I was like there, there's just no way and so I was like go get your toothbrush so I can see it so he goes and gets his toothbrush <laughs> and little do we know <laughs> oh I had to send a picture because would you have believed me otherwise when I said he chewed it like a dog <laughs> I would have been, I would have believed you because that's something that he would do, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So he brings it back to me and yeah, he, while he was brushing his teeth. I, well, okay. I don't even think he was brushing his teeth because I don't know how you would have brushed your teeth. And then he was just literally gnawing like in the same place and weakened it and squished it down enough and stuff that it literally just like fell over into a 90 degree angle. So it was like still attached, but like barely. <laughs> And it wasn't even surprising. I mean, seeing the picture was really cool, but that's just like absolutely something of course he would do because even brushing your teeth has to be an extreme event. <laughs> I was like, I can't even believe this is happening right now. <laughs> that's all I could think to myself. I was like, these boys, my God. <laughs> I mean, at least I guess it has been about a month, so it's time for a new toothbrush, I guess. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. These kids, man, I'm telling you, they are, it's parenting. There's just never a dull moment. Never. <laughs> no, not ever. Oh my goodness. We do have a couple more technology stories for you guys, because as you know, technology is absolutely not our strong point on this. Never, ever. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, so speaking of talking about the kids, so I didn't even realize it, but um, Julia had actually, like, tried to FaceTime the kids tonight, um, and I just completely missed it, and I was thinking, I was telling her, I was like, sorry, like, I didn't even hear my phone or anything, and I was telling her about how it's been doing this, my, um, my sister actually was the one that told me about it, she was like, hey, your phone says that you have um, the notification silenced. And actually, the way she said it at first, I thought she meant she had, like, silenced on her phone the notifications for me, like, when I text her and stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so you're just ignoring me? Like, that's rude. <laughs> She's like, no, you. And I was like, what? So then I was telling Julia about it. And she was like, go ahead. Tell them what you told me. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> I've been texting her like multiple times throughout the day about or throughout the week about the podcast and like things I had planned to do. And I thought I was just ignoring or I thought I was just annoying her because I saw all of a sudden it said that the um, the notifications were silenced. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm annoying. 
But I still kept sending the messages about the <laughs> podcast anyway. <laughs> Turns oh out tonight God. that um, it's not just me. And this is like an issue for multiple people on her phone. Yeah. And I can't figure out why I was like Googling it. And turns out it's like, for some reason, a common issue um, that people have struggled with. So I'm going to have to like, try to play around with it some more and whatnot. But yeah, for some reason, it like, has that set. And I can't figure out why I've like tracked all the do not disturb settings and everything. And I just can't figure it out. I don't know. So now everybody just thinks that, I don't know, I want to ignore them, I guess. So what you guys can do is in the comments, um, let us know what some fixes for this could be because Googling hasn't been very very fruitful in this endeavor. No, absolutely not. It definitely has not, which is really a bummer Um, because Google usually doesn't let me down. So please, this is a great opportunity for you guys to give us some technological help. I'm just thinking we probably need more than that, more help than that, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's some, it's something. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Well, and speaking of the phone, so it was so, so we um, do these, um, these over um, Zoom, right? When, because, you know, Julia abandoned us. And so usually, <laughs> um, I set a timer on my phone so I can just like keep track of how long we're our recording is so that we make sure that they're not too short. And um, so I went to start the timer tonight and it was like 144 hours. I realized <laughs> I never stopped it from last week when we were recording. <laughs> I was like, oh, that explains why I would go to bed with my phone fully charged and I'd wake up in the morning and it was like halfway dead. <laughs> yeah. So I guess one mystery about the phone got solved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, I think that is all for us tonight. Um, we cannot wait to share some more hilarious stories, some more bloopers. Um, I, we do have some fun stuff planned um, for some bonus episodes, you guys. Um, I'll give you a little spoiler. There may or may not be some future Montana ghost stories. Um, that we plan to share with you guys. Um, otherwise, you know, you guys don't forget, we officially dropped January 1st. Um, so just make sure that you guys are keeping track of us on the socials and all of that so that you guys don't miss any news. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find the source material in the show notes. To show your support, please leave us a review on the platform you're listening on. This is the best way to support us, and this is what pushes our podcast out to new listeners. You can subscribe on Patreon. We are on Patreon as Over the Horizon and Far Away. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Over the Horizon and Far Away. If you would like to submit a case for us to cover, you can email us at overtheHorizonandFarAway at gmail.com, or you can find our case submission form on any of our socials. We will see you guys next week. Bye!